It wasn't me. It wasn't me. Hey, okay. <laughs> um, but anyway, I didn't know that he was in that song. So, um, or was it that song or was it the other song? Is it, girl, you my angel? It's that song. Or he's in one of them songs, y'all. Comment down below. <laughs> Leave a review and let me know. Hey, what's up, you guys? And welcome back to Kier's Pod. I am your host, Tajay. And this is a special intro because it is our happy one-year anniversary for Kier's Pod. Let's get into this episode, y'all. Hey, what's up, you guys? And welcome back to Curious Pod, episode 33. Yeah, episode 33, you guys. And also today is our one-year anniversary of Curious Pod. Oh, my gosh, you guys. It is so unreal. And just to keep it real with you guys, I did have to re-record this. Um, I did have a little um, malfunction. I was actually recording the last episode, and I did not have my microphone plugged in. And my audio was picking up literally everything, <laughs> literally everything. Everything, every car, every bird, every dog bark, every everything. So I'm re-recording this, but that's okay, you guys, because you know what? Like I always say with re-recording, I already know what I'm saying and what I'm getting into. I know the tea. I know what's going on. And I can just stay on point because in the last recording, I was all over the place a little bit. But also, those podcasts you guys seem to love, so I'm not even tripping either way. Um, but you guys, welcome back to Curious Pod, and I hope you guys are all doing well. I hope life is treating you well. I just want want to say thank you to all you guys for all the love and support on the podcast and being patient and being understanding and just really being a listener to Curious Pod and thank you for being here even if you've been here for a year or two days or a week or a month or 10 seconds. Um, I just really appreciate you for tuning in to this week's episode. And this is a special episode because we're going to be jumping into just little things that have been bringing me joy and stuff like that. And also we're going to be doing an attachment uh, test, which is called an attachment style test. And I'm just really excited for it because it became to be an interest in such an interesting way. And we'll dive into that pretty soon later. And also too, with that, um, I did not delete that part of the audio. So I still have the audio, so when that does transition over to that segment of the podcast, it'll be me at the time where my microphone wasn't plugged in. So you will hear background noises probably, but it's just because I already took the test. I didn't want to take it again, and I also I wanted to have all my raw and real reactions to the question and stuff like that. So it may sound a little like, you know, loud and you may hear some things in the background. I apologize, but I didn't want to do, redo it just because I just wanted to keep it in. With that being said, you guys, let's go ahead and jump into this awareness check. If you're doing something right now, go ahead and just take a breath, take a break, friend, and go ahead and take three deep breaths. Ready? One, two, and three. All 
right. Like I always say, if you need a few extra press, go ahead and do your thing, friend. But if not, welcome back from that awareness check, you guys. Oh my gosh, it's so crazy, like, having this segment because I remember when I first was creating this segment, I was just so excited to do it and I'm still doing it 33 episodes in and I'm just so thankful and I love that I'm able to do it. It's probably one of my favorite segments on the show. And yeah, you guys, so we're going to go ahead and dive into little things that have been bringing me joy. And oh my gosh, there are so many things that have been wearing my little heart and bringing me joy. And I want to first start off with volleyball. So I have been playing volleyball a lot recently on my Saturdays. I haven't been playing on the weekdays as much because my job is busy and throughout the days I don't get off till 6.30 and it doesn't work for a lot of people's time. So we are not really doing it right now. But I am playing on Saturdays, which I look forward to every single week. It's so fun. And also, Miss T and her daughter, Corday, shout out to y'all. I play with them every Saturday. It's so fun. You guys see me posting on my Instagram stories. It's so fun to just, like, watch myself and see myself serve and, like, knowing, like, I'm doing it right or if I'm doing it wrong. And that's what Miss T was kind of coaching me on. And what I love about going with her especially is because I'm able to learn um, and able to learn how to angle my serves, learn how to like adjust, learn how, you know, just to do things. And with volleyball, there's so many little things that you have to do that can make a perfect serve or not even a perfect serve, but just a really good serve. It's just so fun learning. And I feel like I'm like, I just love to learn about stuff that I really care about. And volleyball is one thing that I've always loved as a kid. I used to love to play it in middle school at PE. Volleyball and badminton. I love badminton too. Yeah, so it's just been really fun. It's been one of my little joys that have been keeping me going and making me excited. And it's kind of like my reward throughout the end of the week. Like, oh, like you made it through the week. Now it's the weekend. You get to chill and play volleyball. <laughs> and um, But yeah, so really fun. So shout out to both of them. Really amazing people to be around. Good vibes and always just learning something new. Uh, and then uh, something else that happened is I got a few new things. So I got a new pair of shoes, first of all. Uh, I'm really excited. I got them from Shein. And if you know me, Shein is like my wardrobe. Everything I own is from Shein at this point. I'm surprised they don't sponsor sponsor the pod. Shein, if you're listening, you can sponsor the pod. I did a, a YouTube um, try-on um, that I actually watched a few months ago with uh, my coworker, Caroline. Shout out to her. Happy birthday. Love you. Her birthday was on September 30th. So love Caroline. She's amazing. And we were reacting actually to that video which is funny because I was telling her about it. She's like, oh my gosh, we have to watch it. And so we watched it and there were some pieces on there that was like, eh. And then some pieces on it that I was like, okay, like I get why you bought that. But yeah, Shein, if you're listening, you know, if you need, if you're looking for any brand deals or anything like that, I mean, I'm here, you know, I'm not going to beg for it or nothing, but I'm here, I'm present and it, I'm just waiting for my time. <laughs> now I'm just playing, but well, no, I'm not just playing. I'm for real. Uh, but yeah, I got a new pair of shoes. I'm not really materialistic like that. I don't go out and buy like a hundred dollar pair of shoes like i rather buy a hundred dollars worth of groceries so i can cook no <laughs> but sorry y'all i'm over here um just have a lot of energy right now but yeah so i'm not really like the most materialistic person but yeah i bought some shoes and i'm just really excited and i love them they're so comfy and then also i got a new bed which i actually spoke that one into existence so basically i was talking to g on facetime about a few days before my aunt offered me the bed so i was talking to and I said specifically I wanted a queen bed and I was like I just really need a bed and that's my next big purchase I need to really purchase a nice comfy bed right so a few days later my aunt she reaches out to me and she goes hey do you need a queen bed and I was like 
Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Yes, like I was just talking to my friend a few days ago saying how much I needed a queen bed. And then my mom actually was the one that told her to ask me because she asked my mom. And and my mom was like, you know what? I think um, Tajay was looking for something like that, like a bed. Ask him. And so she asked me and I was able to get the bed and I got my U-Haul truck. I think that was my first time renting a U-Haul truck too. Well, it was actually a U-Haul van, which was fun. Um, and I was whipping it, you know, driving. Driving safely, of course, but also to get in there, uh, get in my bed situated. And oh my gosh, it was so fun. Putting the bedroom together, though, was like Tetris, but it was really fun. And I love my bed. It's so comfy. Um, it's so just nice. It's just, oh my gosh, just such a vibe. It brings the room together. And shout out to my aunt Tish and my uncle Aaron um, for being able to give me that bed. I appreciate it so much and it's so comfy and I appreciate you guys. And then after all that, um, I what else did I do? Oh, I went to Foodie Land and I hung out with some new friends. Uh, they're actually co-workers, but this is like our first time hanging out. It was just really nice to kick in and vibe with people that you don't usually hang out with and it was nice to get to know them and especially when you get a little alcohol in them. <laughs> it's just nice to like, you know, see the different sides of people and that's what I love about myself and the people I hang out with because it's like, you know, we hang out every so often. Like that was our first time ever hanging out. So it's like we know how to separate work from um, personal life. And I love that. And it's really cool. I just had a really good time. I ate a lot of food. Um, it was nice to be out and about and just vibe and kick it. And yeah, it was just really cool. Um, and also, too, I've been posting on Instagram recently um, some just th- those little photo dump things that people do. Like I just like put caption it just something and then I just post a whole bunch of different pictures from a certain period of time and I posted a dancing video and I loved it. It was so fun. I love to dance, y'all. That's why I've been doing the TikTok dances because it's not even for views or nothing. It's just for fun. I just love dancing and being able to just express myself and like really like, you know, feel the beat and it's just so fun. So shout out to all the croc staff that went. You guys, it was really fun and I really enjoyed myself. And then in August, actually, my best friends, Michaela, shout out to her and Kiera and then um, Michaela's cousin. I think. Yeah, her cousin. We all went out for Michaela's birthday. We went bar hopping. Well, we tried to go bar hopping and we dressed as old people, which was so fun. The reactions were insane. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that trend on TikTok where you dress up as old people and then go bar hopping. And we tried to do that. But then one of our friends had a little bit too much to drink, but that's okay, friend. It was still such a fun time and we got to really just enjoy it and be out and people were reacting to us. And that was so cool. And then I think think the week before that i think or no maybe that was the first week of september my aunt bought me and my mom tickets to a pool party and that was fun too we got to see shaggy in concert and it was really fun and um i didn't realize that this shaggy was the one the same person that sang girl you something something got me red like how's it go girl you got me how's it go banging on the bathroom floor with the doom 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 Picture us, we were both butt naked. I can't. Uh, uh, uh. Y'all know what song I'm talking about. Y'all know that song. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. Hey, okay. <laughs> but anyway, I didn't know that he was in that song. So um, that's pretty cool. Or was it that song or was it the other song? 
Is it, girl, you my angel? It's that song. Or he's in one of them songs, y'all. Comment down below. <laughs> Leave a review and let me know. But anyways, yeah, so I went to that, and it was a pool party, and it was fun. It was really hot. Grass area we were sitting on was plastic, though. I wish it was a little cold, but that's okay. Me and my mom were in the pool, while my aunt and then her dude stayed back and stayed at the seating area. And it was just really fun. It was something different, and it was really cool to see him perform live and twirl his hips, girl, child. He can twirl, still got it. He can still... You know, do that little grind thing he'd be doing. And it was just really cool to go. And we went to the casino and I wanted a little bit of money. Um, I actually want my money back. And then also, <laughs> it was so funny. So I lost my phone. So basically, we walk in the casino. We're playing the games and chilling, right? And so I remember us going to this one specific machine. And it was basically an egg. And you had to, like, press the... You put money in. And then you had to, like, press the button to crack the egg. And then the egg will give you, like, $3, $4. And then even, like, one of my eggs was, like, a rock. And I broke it and it like exploded and went to like 20 different colors. And so I remember leaping at that machine and then I left the machine. Me and my mom were like walking around for a minute looking for my aunt. We ended up eating with my aunt. We went to go to get some Mexican food inside the uh, casino. And then while we were playing around after my aunt left and I was, we were about to get ready to leave. And I was like, oh wait, where's my phone? And so we walked around, looked at all the machines and we were looking and I was like, mom, it's an egg machine. And so we went to the egg machine and my mom found it and it wasn't there. We were looking around forever. So then we go to the um, security and we were like, hey, I'm missing a phone, da 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 And so then he walkies the, the lady that actually initially helped us get our players cards and she was so sweet. And then um, he was like, oh, is this your phone? And then it was mine and he had my phone and I was like, yeah, that's my phone. And I said, I could do my face scan. And so I did my face scan and he gave it to me. But in that moment when I was looking for my phone, especially when I was younger, I used to go crazy without my phone. Like I used to like be like oh like oh no my phone like that's my phone i need my phone but this time and previous times when i lost my phone recently like i'm just like oh, okay well hopefully it gets found if not then like it's okay like i'll figure out communication i have my macbook at home like i'll figure it out and i kind of almost like not having my phone just because like i feel like i mean of course it's nice to have people check on me and care about me and of course i don't want people to worry if i'm like not texting them back but also too being able to like unplug and not have to worry about anything like i think that that's that's like the best thing and of course you can unplug and do that with having your phone but when you just lose your phone and you're just like oh, okay i'll be okay like being able to be okay without having to have your phone i think that's kind of the point that i wanted to make but yeah i found it and i have my phone and we good to go but yeah that was a little fun experience and then what else did i do oh this last weekend actually just yesterday i went to go hang out with connor connor's friend zach which has became my friend and we went to Buffalo Wild Wings. And um, I was talking to Connor about just different things. And he gave me a monitor, which I'm so grateful for. Shout out to Connor. It was amazing. I can't believe he gave me that. It's 23 inches. I'm going to use it when I edit and even maybe when I record or play one of my favorite games that I play on my PC. So I'm really excited for that. So Saturday, we went on a hike. We went to Starbucks, went for a walk, and then we played some basketball. And I went to volleyball. And yeah, you guys, I did a lot of stuff. I mean, I'm just, that's why I'm catching y'all up because I did so much. And within these like months, it's just like, I always think of, oh, I don't have anything to talk about on the podcast. It's like, friend, you have a lot of stuff to talk about. You just got to sit down, map it out, and think about it. 
So um, I think that's it. Let me just look at my notes real quick, y'all, because, you know, sometimes I'd be missing stuff. Um, and I just wanted to make sure that I got everything. Oh, birthday plans. So my birthday is uh, in eight days. And I am the worst when it comes to planning my birthday. Um, I feel like I plan other people's events better than my own birthday. And I am also the worst procrastinator when it comes to birthday planning. Like, honestly, probably one of the worst because, like, I was supposed to plan a trip to Monterey that's supposed to happen in, like, three weeks and I'm probably not going to go because I don't think I have the time for it. And not that it's an excuse. I guess saying you don't have the time for something could essentially be that it's an excuse not to go and just be lazy. But I just honestly planning things like you guys and a lot of you guys know I love to decorate and I love to like plan stuff and like host stuff but like I think once you do it so much it's just like when you have to do it for yourself it's just like I don't even care <laughs> like somebody just somebody just get me some chocolate covered strawberries okay and maybe a little bottle of wine I will be fine I can sit at home but also I know I need to go out and do something refreshing like that which I really want to go to Monterey and go to the Bay Aquarium and stay out in Monterey or near Monterey for a long period of time and just enjoy by the beach I found the perfect Airbnb too it's so beautiful and so nice and it's so affordable um and i just really want to go but i just have the worst habit of not planning things and procrastinating and then also too i was supposed to plan going somewhere for my actual birthday weekend which is essentially this weekend but i'm trying to think of what i'm going to do for my actual birthday i don't know so that is to be determined and i will keep you guys posted and i think that i'm such a person where like i will even celebrate my birthday in january (laughs) like i will celebrate my birthday at the end of january or february or even in the springtime like i will celebrate my birthday anytime because when it's the right time for me, it's the right time for me. And right now, it's just so many things going on and so many transitions going on. And life is just so crazy right now. And I know that, of course, sounds like an excuse, but I promise it's not. I just planning something right now is just not the move for me. <laughs> like, I wish I had, like, a personal planner. Ooh, that's what I would do. I'm going to manifest it. I want a personal planner that can plan my special birthdays or, like, holidays in, like, different areas anywhere. Well, we'll see, friend. <laughs> not anywhere, but, like, anywhere in the... in Cal- we'll, we'll, bre- we'll start off in California, and then we'll just, like, branch off and then go to different places. So, yeah, that's what I want. So, if you want to be a personal planner for me with my special and it's just birthdays birthdays and um maybe let's see valentine's day but for myself well no i could do valentine's day that's easy never mind what's uh, what else is significant because everything else is just a holiday so my family be planning that stuff out or i just like go to somebody else's plan so that's easy that's simple um birthdays and then maybe new year's yeah birthdays and new year's If you want to be a personal planner for once a year or like one time of year for a birthday, my birthday is October 10th and then New Year's Eve. If you need something, let me know because I am the worst at planning stuff for myself. And then if I do, it'll be good, but it'll be like 10 years later. (laughs) But anyways, you guys, let's go ahead. We're going to go ahead and shift topics and um, we're going to transition now to me talking about attachment styles and stuff like that. Um, and how they started was basically a few weeks ago, my family came over and then my uncle's girlfriend came over and she is such a delight. I love her and I love her energy and I love talking to her and she's a psychologist and she talks to um, people about um, mental health and attachment styles and things that you're 
attached to. So there's different types of attachment. There's like secure attachment. There's avoidant attachment. There's so many different types of attachment. And I took a test and I um, am going to tell you guys which one I am. And she um, was telling me, uh, about which one I am, I'm, I do know it now, but I'm not gonna say it because y'all gonna find out at the end of the at the podcast. Y'all know how that work. I gotta get y'all watching to the end so y'all can find out the tea of as to what is going on about my attachment styles. But I knew it was exactly what she said it was, and so interesting. And yeah, so without further ado, you guys, we're gonna jump into this attachment style part of the podcast. Love you guys, and I will see y'all just right now. All right, y'all. Bye. Today, we're going to be taking a attachment style quiz, and I'm going to basically dive into, and we're going to figure out which attachment that I am, because I just want to know, and I'm nosy, and I love learning about stuff like this, and maybe I'll do a love language one, even though I already know it, but maybe. We'll see. Okay, so we're going to jump into this quiz, you guys. Shout out to my art-in-law for getting me into this topic and being able to open up about it and talk to me about it. It's freaking awesome, and I love you. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into this attachment quiz, you guys. Um, I looked up one and this one says it's five minutes, but child, I wanted it to be longer, but I guess that's okay because we're already going. It's supposed to be almost 30 minutes, so it's okay. So the first question is, what is your current situation? And honestly, you guys, I'm so excited for when I have YouTube because then I can have this on the screen. Y'all can see the questions. Y'all can look at it with me. Y'all can play for yourself and just see which one you are. Well, I guess you wouldn't be able to see what you are unless you took the quiz. But if you agree with me or if you align with what I align with, then you'll know that we're the same attachment okay so the first thing is what is your current situation um the options are i'm single or i'm in a relationship and i am definitely single um yeah so i am single and um how old are you i am 25 through 30 those are the age range so the next question is what is your gender i am male um, and there's also like different genders. They have woman, man, non-binary. Let me type, uh, and I prefer not to say. So male for me. Do I have any children? No, but do I want children? Yes, that is definitely one thing that is a most. Okay, so I'm over here saying that like this is a dating app. <laughs> like this is not a dating app, friend. This is a attachment style quiz. Okay, next. Oh, okay, y'all. I, I'm reading, so I might have to repeat and re-say stuff, y'all. Hold on. How do you perceive the following conditions were met by your mother or caregiver in early childhood? For the following categories, consider your early childhood experience from your earliest childhood memories. I didn't meant, I think that's the word, was emotionally in tune with how I was feeling, could read my emotions, and respond in a way that made me feel like they understood how I felt. Um, I'm gonna say a four, cause the options are one to seven, one being very rarely, um, seven being very frequently. I'm gonna say four because I did not know how to express myself that well, but also I did in different ways. So yeah, I'm gonna say four. Okay, so the next one is encouragement. And okay, so wait, I'm gonna go back up real quick because is this saying that like where your parents gave to you? Hold on. How did you perceive the following conditions were met by your... Oh, I'm answering this all wrong. I'm thinking for myself. Okay. So this is how... Okay. Was emotionally in tune with how I was feeling. Could read my emotions and respond... Oh, I'm answering these all wrong. Okay, then I'm going to say definitely six. Or, and I'm going to do five. Because, yeah. 
I'm going to say a five, because my parents were very in tune with how I felt, and they always asked me and knew something was wrong at any time. And, yeah, and um, I think there were times where they definitely didn't, which are my darker times. But um, besides that, they kind of knew a lot that was going on as I got older. Um, Okay, so, okay, encouragement. So, encourage exploration and discovery helped me find and express my natural interest and talent. I'm going to say six here because anything I was interested in, they let me do. I did audio and, like, visual stuff for this church I went to, and my mom's the one that got me into that. I was a youth leader. Um, My mom's the one that persuaded me to do that, and my dad were the ones to persuade me to do that. Um, And then I started working at this restaurant um, that helped me grow and I was became a server. My mom and dad helped me get that and were supportive and stuff like that. And then um, yeah, so on and so forth. Then the crock, then now I'm here. So um, and which with this situation with the podcast, I kind of boosted this for myself. I was that more advocate for it. Now my parents love it and love what it's done for me. Okay, so number three, support for activities. Take me to activities like music lessons, sports teams, camps. Yes, yes, yes. I'm going to say seven because I was in, well, I'm going to say six because I was in a lot of different programs. Um, not as much as I probably wanted to be, but I was in a lot of different programs. Okay. Basic needs. Provide me with sufficient food housing and medical oh yes seven okay express delight took genuine interest in me and expressed delight in who i was i felt special and valued oh yeah definitely and at some points it was like more of my mom and then there'll be some points when my dad would step in and do some things too so it was like uh maybe like a 70 30 moment maybe um with my mom being the 70 percent well my dad did do a lot too i think actually no i think they both did a lot for me and i appreciate it and there's no comparing because i just love them and yeah so they did a lot for me number six is present we're fully or what oh wow i cannot read we're physically around while i was growing up yes they were i'm gonna give that a seven because they were um soothing and reassurance calmed and soothed me efficiently when i became distressed upset and or overwhelmed um and i yeah definitely i was very much that so i'm gonna give that six protection kept me safe from danger and and threats i felt safe when i was with them yes i definitely did feel safe with my parents and nine material things gave me things that i wanted to have toys bicycles um yes i'm giving that a seven because they got me a hoverboard one year for christmas and i am so grateful for that because i was not even expecting that and i got a nintendo switch and i was an adult when I got the Nintendo Switch, and I'm so grateful. So that is definitely a seven for sure. Okay, so second, each section is a question, and then when you go down, there's like a word that like um, is like the topic, and then you have to like say, oh, my parent did this and that on a scale of one to seven. Okay, so we're gonna go to how do you perceive the following conditions were met by your father or caregiver too in early childhood oh so the first one was my mom okay well then i answered those like it was my mom so that's okay okay so dad took genuine interest in me and expressed the delight in who i was um you know i think that he did i'm gonna give him a five 
Um, there were times where it was a little bit harder because I was in the closet, but that was also my fault because I could have opened up about that. But it is hard when you see certain things or hear certain things and you are afraid to open up, especially to your dad, because you don't want to like disappoint him or anything. And there were certain times where I was a little nervous to like really say anything or open up about that stuff. So, um, but yeah, five, definitely. He expressed a little bit. Yeah, he did. Okay. So audit meant was emotionally in tune with how I was feeling and could read. I'm going to give this a four because yeah, I'm going to give that a four just because there were times where he he was and there's times where he wasn't um, and stuff like that. So it's a mixture. Um, okay. Support for activities. Took me to activities. Yes, he did. He actually forced me to play football. So I'm going to give him a six for that because he did come to all my stuff, even my karate stuff. Um, when I was in Kajikimbo, yeah, he put he was not playing. He was like, you go into that. No, <laughs> no, I went because I wanted to, though. And I had a good friend there, which, oh, my gosh, I had a really good friend when I was in Kajikimbo, by the way. I don't know his name. I wish I knew who he was, but he was like my really good friend. We will always like, be in the back playing while all the testing would go on. And he was so cool, and I was so young. I can't remember who he is. I wish I could ask my parents, but they probably don't know who he was either. Um, but he was like one of my good friends, and I wish I knew who he was so I can like be like, hey, um, I miss our friendship. We were like little, but like there's still a memorable moment in life. Um, encouragement. Encourage exploration and discovery. Help me find and express my natural interest and talent. Um, I'm going to give that a five only because he was trying to figure out what I liked and he knew that I didn't like football or karate or any of the super like harsh sports and um, he kind of let me drift and find my own path when it came to like high school so which is okay because as parents you're supposed to help your kid kind of see like and try things and same with food it's like how are you going to say you don't like it if you didn't try it and that's why I always tell the kids at my job I'm like you can't say you don't like it until you try it so um yeah, he definitely did help me explore different ideas. Okay, five basic needs. Providing me with sufficient food and housing and medical care when needed. Yes, definitely seven. Um, present. We're physically around you while growing up. Yes, he was. I get the six. A six. Okay, material things. Gave me whatever I wanted. Uh, yes, he did. Protection. Kept me safe from dangerous threats. Yes, he did. He did do that. Soothing and reassurance. Calmed and soothed me effectively when I became distressed and upset. And, you know, that is something that I would say he did but didn't do. And I think that that's just because that's how guys are. That's how a lot of, like, men are, especially men in the older generation. I thought my dad's old, but he's very old school. Um, a lot of old school energy. And with old school energy, it's just, you know, you just do what you're told and you do this and you do that, which is definitely, that's how he was raised. So there's nothing wrong with that. But with that does come times where there's no um, calmness and soothness. And it's just like, oh, this is what I said. And this is what's going on. And even if you're upset, you know, it is what it is. And, you know, that's like I said, that's just how he was raised. But I'm going to definitely give this a four. Um, and I'm actually going to go back I see if I can go back and go recheck my mom's again because I want to make sure that I checked all hers appropriately. I didn't do hers. So I'm going to fix a couple of these real quick, you guys. 
um, from my mom because it was definitely different. But that's just because I was her first and my dad dad wasn't there when I was born. But now we are good. We talk like every so often. I love him and I miss him. Um, I don't know if he has the equipment or phone or something to listen to this. But if he does, shout out to him. I love him. Um, Yeah, so let me see. Okay, okay. I fixed my mom's. We are good to go, y'all. We are good to go. All right, so I did my mom's and I did my dad's. Now let's go to... Okay, please answer the following questions with respect to your mother or mother-like figure. Okay, let's see. So these next ones are, okay, strongly disagree, strongly... Or no, strongly disagree, disagree, slightly disagree, neutral mix, slightly agree, and agree, and strongly agree. Okay, so this says it helps to turn to this person in times a need. Strongly agree. I talk things over with this person. Strongly agree. Um, I'm afraid that this person may abandon me. Um, no, I don't think that she will uh, abandon me. I don't think that. My mom's not like that. I mean, even though I am 25, about to be 26, I think that she has been there for me throughout the toughest times of my life and also throughout the happiest and highest times of my life. And there's something that's going to be coming up soon that I'm so excited for and she's excited for. And I... I'm just so excited that I can't share with you guys yet, but I'm juiced and I'm pumped and my veins are pumping and I'm just so excited. Um, But yeah, no, she wouldn't. I don't think that my mom would ever abandon me. And there's a fly. Fly, get out the way. And if she ever did, um, you know, in that moment, that might have been what's best for her to help herself. So either way, I wouldn't be disappointed. Um, So yeah, strongly disagree with that. Um, I usually discuss my problems and concerns with this person. Strongly agree. I mean, me and my mom are really close. We're like twin flames. Like we are like the same person and we look alike and everybody always thinks that she's my sister and I love her so much. Um, I worry that this person won't care about me as much as I care about them or her. Strongly disagree again. I know that we care about each other the same. Um, I don't feel comfortable opening up to this person. Strongly disagree. I prefer not to show this person how I feel deep down. Um, I'm going to say I prefer not to show this person how I feel how I feel deep down. I prefer not to show. I'm going to say strongly disagree because we do get deep down. Eight. Um, I find it easy to depend on this person. Um, strongly agree. I often worry that this person doesn't really care about me strongly disagree um so all things from my mom are either strongly disagree or like strongly agree that's so funny okay next Ooh, this fly go away um please answer this question with um romantic partner um okay so am i answering this person as if i have a romantic partner and also did i skip one okay so this one was just my mom so i guess it's just not doing my dad i'm assuming or maybe i'll come back to my dad um i don't know that just confused me okay anyways next okay so we're going to answer these as if i had a romantic partner if you are currently not in a romantic relationship please answer these questions with respect of how you felt in your most recent meaningful meaningful relationship if you had been in a romantic relationship before imagine what such a relationship would look like and that's what I'm gonna do so um, I often worry that this person doesn't really care about me um now I think that if this person 
doesn't care about me, I would be able to figure that out. So I'm going to disagree with that one. I worry that this person won't care about me as much as I care about them or her. And I disagree with that as well, just because I think that I'm a really strong advocate for what you put out is what you're going to get back. Now, this may be different for everybody and that's because it's all about your intention so if you have a good intention behind what you're doing then I think that that works for you if you try to do something good but also have some even ill will or even a slight bit of malicious intent um then that's where it's gonna go south but also too I haven't been in relationships so I can't really say anything like that um, I've talked to somebody for a short period of time that I thought was gonna go there but it didn't so once again i can't really say anything for other people or speak out for other people um but i really i am a strong advocate for what you put out is what you're going to get back and sometimes that may not be the case because sometimes people aren't wired that way uh sometimes people will treat you like shit knowing that you've done a lot for them um but also to knowing internally that you did what you did out of love and grace and just because you care about this person um in those moments can be tough definitely but also to like helping you grow and stuff like that um if that makes any sense at all okay so um i'm gonna say disagree to that one um i talk things over with this person uh agree i strongly agree i think that communication is essential in relationships and i think that even communicating about the smallest thing i mean it's it's just so important like it's just so important to use your words and express how you feel and even if there's trauma or even if there's things that are triggers or even if there's things that you really love like it's just really nice to communicate that with them just so they know because a lot of times there's things, situations that happen that may make you feel away or may make that person feel away. But the reason why away was felt was because there was no communication into what that situation um, that happened and how it started and how it picked up. So communication is essential. Okay. It helps to turn to this person in times a need. Um, and I'm going to slightly agree. Um, I do think I, it, I do. Wow. English. I do think that it is nice to have a significant other. Actually, no, I'm going to go with agree. Um, I do think that it is nice to have a significant other that you can lean on and turn to. But also, too, I am a person that is independent. And I think that to be independent, but also be in a relationship is um, very important. You, you know, you guys are together. You guys have your things that you guys do together. But it is also nice to have your own alone time. I feel like you know, no matter what you're going through, the person that you're with is only going to be able to help you with so much before you're able to help yourself. So I'm going to agree. I actually, I kind of want to slightly agree, but I'm going to just agree because I think that I think that's a happy medium in between the strongly agree and slightly agree. Um, just because I think that you shouldn't really depend on people to feel better. I think that you should be able to um, heal and feel better internally, which is a lot harder said than done. Um, but when you're fulfilled internally and stuff like that, especially if you're single and you're looking for somebody, once you're fulfilled internally and you're fit, be a, you're able to sit with yourself and enjoy quality time with yourself, that's when that person will come in and be the love of your life. And you guys will have kids if you want kids. If not, then just chill and live life and enjoy and get married and just 
um, have eternal love for each other. Okay, so I don't feel comfortable opening up to this person and I'm going to go with disagree just because you should be able to open up to them. And if they're not letting you open up to them, then they're not the person for you because they should be that comfort person you should be able to go to when you're just going through something you need to talk it out um, because when you're in a relationship you guys are bound together together means like you guys are around each other you guys are in each other's energy and i think that um opening up and being able to be vulnerable in front of somebody is very important all right so i'm going to disagree i find it easy to depend on this person um, a little dependence isn't bad as long as you're as long as it's like you're able to like also be like it's nice to have that extra help. But also too, I feel like it should be a mixture of be at a point to where you don't need the help, but also to accepting the help and then being grateful. So I'm going to say slightly agree. I usually discuss my problems and concerns with this person. I strongly agree. Communication. I prefer not to show this person how I feel deep down. I strongly disagree. You should communicate. Um, I'm afraid that this person may abandon me. And if you feel that way, that is under communication. I disagree. You need to be able to open up and say, hey, I have abandonment issues. This is what happened in my childhood. This is what happened at a certain time in my life. And you should be able to just open up and just be graceful and free with the person that you are with. Okay, so next. Okay, so we are at the 90% point. I know this is a lot, y'all. Um, this is a lot of editing for me, so don't worry. Um, <laughs> but I actually like to edit. Okay, so please read each of the following statements and rate the extent to which you believe each statement best describes your feelings about close relationships in general. I usually discuss my problems and concerns with others. Um, I do, but I try not to, so I'm going to say slightly agree. I do, but I try not to because I feel like the mouth and the tongue is powerful and what you put out into the world is very important. So um, I do, but I don't. So I'm actually going to go neutral on that because I do, but I don't. Um, I prefer not to show others how I feel deep down. Um, I'm going to go slightly agree uh, just because I do talk to my closer friends about when I'm down and I talk to my mom about when I'm down too. So because um, sometimes you really you really should talk to somebody, but also too like it's okay to like not tell anybody sometimes, but when it bottles up and it starts to affect you physically or mentally, then that's when you need to say, speak up and say something. Even though you probably shouldn't let it bottle up, you should just say something in general. But I understand you in the moment, not feeling comfortable to say what you want to say. Okay, so I often worry that other people do not really care about me. And I disagree with this just because I know that people care about me. Um, and that's not to sound cocky or anything, but also, too, you should know your friendships. Um, I know a lot of my friendships, even though we don't talk every day, I know that they all care about me, and I know that they all love me, and I know that they love hearing from me, and same from them, vice versa. I worry that others won't care about me as much as I care about them, and I disagree with this one as well, just because I feel as though you guys should care about each other and... Um, I don't think that anybody should give or receive more of anything. I think it should be an equal balance of friendships and your relationships. Okay. I find it easy to depend on others and I am going to slightly agree um, or I'm going to go neutral because like it is nice to depend on others. Um, but also too, like I said, I am a strong advocate for depending on yourself. It helps to turn to people in times of need. And yes, definitely asking for help is important. So yes, definitely. Um, I know 
I'm over here answering these questions and I'm contradicting myself, but it's like all these things have like a mixed balance in between them. Like, of course, you don't want to depend on somebody too much, but if you need it and if you want to ask for help, then ask for help. And that's something that I struggle with because I don't ask for anything. I don't ask for help. I don't like people paying for stuff for me. Um, I don't like gifts. I don't like receiving a lot of stuff, knowing that I deserve it, but just because like I just, I don't know, I just, I just, like to just give I just a giver and I love to give energy I like to get time and I like to do all that stuff but also have a balance in between um okay so I'm afraid that other people may abandon me um disagree because I'm not afraid of abandonment if we are not talking or people abandon me then it's just meant for the best I don't feel comfortable opening up to others and I think it depends on who it is so I'm going to go neutral because it does depend on who I'm talking to. Um, even though I had an interview the other day and this girl, I don't know, a lot of people that interview, I interview, they find like they can open up to me, which I love that I'm able to be in that space and have that energy around me. Um, but it's just so interesting how people can like open up and then like it kind of helps me open up. So I open up to them as well. So like, I mean, I'm in neutral. I'm neutral. This depends on like the energy, I guess, around the room. Um, and then the last one is I talk things over with people. Agree. Strongly agree. Communication is key. All right. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so perfect. I just got my uh, attachment style. So this is exactly what um, my uncle's girlfriend said I have. I am secure attachment. So is there, like, a way I can, like, read more into it? Um, I Let's Google this. Hold on. Show my report. Hold on. Hold on. I got to pull this out, y'all. Hold on. One minute. Oh, girl, I got to put in my whole email. Y'all should have this on file. No. <laughs> Because, you know, Apple, y'all, Apple be acting up because it's like they want to have your Apple Pay. They want to have your email. Like all websites that you should go to should automatically just fill in your email knowing that it's from this computer. Congratulations. Your attachment style is secure attachment. Having a secure attachment style is great news. Either your needs were adequately met during your formative years or or else you worked hard at your relationships and circumstances to get to where you are emotionally emotionally in life. The secure attachment style is considered to be the most balanced and healthy of our four styles. The other three attachment styles are the insecure attachment styles, anxious, avoidant, and disorganized. One in three people have one of these forms of insecure attachment, and as a result, they likely exhibit attachment disturbances throughout their lives. When working with someone with an insecure attachment style, the aim is to help the transition towards earned security by helping them to form their way on the path of secure attachment. Huh. Interesting. Um, common signs of your attachment style include um, you are favorable view. Oh, you have a very. Oh, I can't read. You have a favorable. You have a favorable view of yourself due to your early years. You have a strong sense of self and you have a favorable view of others. You tend to trust your partners and their intentions and do not typically feel jealous or doubt a loved one's intentions. That is so true. Um, You seek out emotional closeness with others and give 
it back in return. You enjoy mutual dependency. Although you enjoy being in a relationship, you are also comfortable being alone. And that's something that I'm working towards. Um, I am comfortable being alone, but there are times where I get uncomfortable and I kind of curl up and I spiral. But that's okay because that is normal. You exude warmth and express your feelings openly and comfortably when appropriate. Yes, that is true. When appropriate. I'm happy they put that there because that is so true. Um, You are capable of initiating and maintaining meaningful long-term relationships and that's something that i love to hear because i am um i'm just happy to hear that because that just shows that i'm ready to be with somebody and um not that i'm rushing it but i'm just leaving the universe i'm leaving it in the universe's hands and it just comes when it comes you are aware of your emotions and are able to regulate them you are also able to help insecure partners to balance theirs when they are feeling too much or too little and yay actually that's really exciting and you know i love that and this was so fun to get to know more about just myself because honestly this is the first time really like opening up about like my childhood and just like the way that my parents did certain things and you know even though there were certain ways and thoughts that they believed um they were still both very supportive and i love them and appreciate them so much and it's just really cool to see that and and to all my friends you know um i love you guys and i just appreciate you guys and your presence to all the viewers that are listening i appreciate you guys as well and like i said whether you're listening for a year or 10 seconds or a minute. I appreciate you. I love you. And I hope that you guys are just amazing. And I hope you flourish through life because you guys all deserve to be happy. But with that being said, you guys, there's more in this paragraph that I could read, but I kind of read mostly all the good stuff. Um, oh, it's, it's trying to get you to buy a book. Ciao. So after you finish your attachment test, it says secure attachment style workbook. It's trying to get you a workbook, child. Trying to get the coin. That's how they do it, y'all. But anyways, you guys, oh my gosh, we I have been recording for an hour. Well, I'm going to have a lot of editing to do, y'all. So this is going to come out maybe this week maybe next week y'all we'll see (laughs) maybe next monday it should be out by next monday oh my gosh there's a white butterfly i love it and it's in butterflies flying all throughout my backyard i love the vibes but anyways you guys this is tajay and i will be signing out for the rest of the day you guys have a good morning afternoon blue hour um whatever time it is for you friend and have a wonderful week i may see you this friday i may see you the friday after um and yeah love you guys so much and take care bye guys